Hello and welcome to The Alternative Path with me, David Robson. I'm really excited to introduce to you a lady who I came across on LinkedIn. Her name is Carla Andrews and she is the founder and MD of Motivated Minds. Carla, great to have you on. Thanks for coming on. We'll just start off by um, giving us a bit of intro to, to yourself, a bit of an intro to Motivated Minds and yeah, we'll go from there. Awesome. Well, thanks for having me first and foremost. Um, yeah. Motivated Minds, it was born from my own experience, really. Um, I suffered um, a very sort of traumatic childhood, um, all different types of abuse going on. And by the time I was sort of in my teens, um, I didn't feel particularly loved, liked, saw the point of studying, um, education wasn't taken seriously um, from those around me. Um, so I sort of left school with um, G's for my GCSEs. Um, at the same time, I also moved into my um, grandparents' house because um, where I was living with one of my parents, it, the relationship had broken down and, and my situation got so bad that um, I just left that sort of whole side of the family. Um, so I moved in with my nan, who was the most loving person um, imaginable, had always spent time with me and spoiled me rotten, bless her, as nans do. Um, and her grand, uh, my granddad, her partner, had recently died. So it left a massive gap. So together we sort of looked after one another. Um, and she, uh, she was just my inspiration of care, of love. Um, and, and my granddad um, had sort of always taught me to eat donuts without licking my lips and just those kind of memories that you have. Um, they'd always taken me to the beach as a youngster and they were just my warm place. I come from a very sort of cold place and they were my warmth and love. Um, unfortunately, though, my nan died by when I was 19. So I was then homeless um, and I then was sucked back into this sort of cold, cold world um, with no one sort of really keeping an eye out for me. Um, and because of that, I because I was homeless, I went and bought a one-way ticket to Tenerife because I thought that that was a good idea to be homeless somewhere hot. Um, and a year later, I come back home with sort of 200 Benson feeling self-made. Um, but then I went into relationships that were quite bad. Um, I had two children. I didn't recognise why the relationship was bad. All I knew is I needed to be loved. This young man loved me. I loved him. But I didn't understand sort of fundamentals of healthy relationships. So we had two children together, which was great. But inevitably, we split up. Um, and my boys displayed behaviours that were um, very typical of boys, but sort of ramped up quite a bit. So um, they ended up getting diagnosed with autism and ADHD um, by the time they were sort of 10 and 11. So they were a handful, and particularly as I had no family support mechanisms and their father's family didn't um, support in any way. So it was hard work. 
and I remember sort of fighting the system and uh, and feeling always alone with fighting the system. Um, I was struggling at the time as well with depression. Um, my anxiety had reared its head throughout my um, throughout the time that I'd had my children. So things like not being able to go out and leave the house. Um, I was talking last night on one of my um, lives that I do um, about my depression at Christmas. Like I remember crying all Christmas Eve that the, the decorations weren't up and my boy's been sort of nine or ten at the time got up the loft got the decorations down and had to decorate the house and put the tree up sort of at midnight Christmas Eve um because I just got myself in in such a bad place but whilst I was doing whilst all that was going on my saving grace and I didn't realize it at the time was I was redoing my education so I'd sat um my GCSE maths I then um, sat my level threes in mentoring um, and sort of early 20, uh, 2007, so my boys were like eight, nine at the time, um, I started a degree. Um, and the funny thing is, I was working under an educational psychologist and he said to me, oh, you should do a degree in psychology. So I can't even spell psychology, let alone do a degree in it. <laughs> Um, and he was like, no, really, you should. You're, you're excellent. Um, and he said, go and speak to this person at this um, college. And I went there and I said, oh, yeah, we can accept you on our degree course. And I was like, oh, my God. Um, and I took the leap. I, I, I really took the leap. Um, admitted one of my friends said she was going to do it. So I thought, oh, well, that's easier if a friend does it with me. <laughs> but on the first day, I'd paid the sort of three and a half thousand pounds to do it. And she did turn up. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> um, and first semester, I got my work back and it was D's and E's. And I thought, oh, well, that's typical of Carla. That's that's my my top um that's where my ceiling was um and then in year two I met this tutor and she said to me so you're happy with C's like with D's and I'm like well I've never been able to get a C I've never got a B I've never certainly got an A that's for intelligent people I know that I'm thick and she said oh how do you know you're thick and I said well because my parents told me my teachers told me everyone's always told me I'm thick um so she said have you ever seen what a C paper would look like and I said no so she said if you'd done this and this and this that would have been a C so next time I handed in I got C's and then she sat down with me and she said right if you'd done this this and this you would have got a B and I was like shut up <laughs> it can't be that easy um and next time I handed in I got B's and then she sat down with me and she said, if you did this, 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 bit more research into that, moved that there, joined that sort of sentence with that sentence, you would have got an A. And I was like, no. So by the time I finished my degree, I was clever. <laughs> <laughs> um, and with that, it just, that, I, I always talk about my life in two parts. There was life before that, and there was my life after that. For me, that took out all the bricks that I was carrying in my rucksack 
like that was weighing me down in life all all of this negative self-talk that had come from other people that I was I was holding on to I believed that I was useless I was worthless that I was thick I was not gonna make anything of my life and it just literally undone that bag and, and threw it away so with this newfound, oh my God, I can actually achieve anything in life, I went and did my teaching qualifications and my English all in my last year, sort of my dissertation as well. So by the time I finished my degree, I had certificates in a, a teaching certificate, a, um, my GCSE English, which I got a B in and um, my degree. So I was like, oh, I now want to inspire the world. Um, and go and teach psychology so I went and taught psychology for a college and oh my god the curriculum's so boring like I couldn't I couldn't get this drive out that was in me so um and by coincidence I'd been offered a job working with the unemployed and the unemployed um people um the trainers were like oh we've been doing this for 15 years you have to do this you have to do this you have to do this and I looked at this group of kids that I had, sort of 18 to 25, and I was like, no, you need to learn the lessons I've learned. Um, so I took them on a sort of journey within two, three weeks, and just very quick sort of motivational stuff or getting them to realise that they can um, and empowering them. And I got the highest into work statistics. It was fabulous. Um, but then I got made redundant, like we was put on redundancy notice and I was like, I need to teach the world about my journey and being able to help yourself. So I wrote Motivated Minds. This was back in 2011. And I took my idea to the one remaining member of my family, um, close family that I had, and they said, oh, no, you don't want to do that. You're a single mum. And I was like, oh, yeah, true. I don't want to do that. I'm a single mum. And uh, about a couple of years later, um, it, so Motivated Minds had sat there as a website and as a Facebook page. Um, and a couple of years later, I sat with three ladies and um, more distant members of my family. And they went, this is brilliant. Why are you not doing this? So I walked into work the next day, went, I'm really sorry, I'm resigning. I'm going to go and set up my own business. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, yeah, yeah, it'll be fine. Yeah. Um, and admitted, I thought it would be easier overnight than it was. Um, I never thought to take a wage, I would be sort of waiting four years. Um, but... I persevered and I persevered through going down to sort of two pound in the bank uh, 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 and working 90 hour weeks and all sorts. But five years on now, so I quit my job 2015, we're now in 2020 and I've got 11 staff, um, we're firmly in the Basildon area as um, a health and wellbeing provider. We work across Essex. Um, and we've just taken on another county-wide contract with Essex County Council as well. So um, it's been a hell of a journey. Um, and all of the stuff that we offer within Motivated Minds um, is basically parts of my journey. So about empowering people, 
um, it's about connecting people as well. So as a service provider, um, we go into schools and we do talks to children about um, one of our programs is called Don't Call Me Stupid. Um, and it, it talks to children that might struggle with like dyslexia or learning difficulties or the category I was put into as a, as a child. Um, and then um, other programs that we do is community dinners. So one of my best memories from my nan and granddad was always having dinner together around the table. So we do community dinners and we, it, we invite different generations in, so teenagers, elderly people. Um, so we um, help with that sort of social and emotional isolation. Um, we, we support parents that are going through um, talking to schools about diagnosis. Um, that's a big thing that we do and supporting children with diagnosis because in my work I have found when children, parents are taking their child for diagnosis, the children hear the words disorder or um, and they and they think the word broken and actually it's not it's about it's about a different ability not a disability so we work a lot with children on that kind of um thing and then i work with a lot of adults around that you can change your brain but our, our, our brain is like um they call it um neuroplasticity where you can actually rewire your brain so i was in a space for a long time where the the blinkers were on and my world wouldn't get better because of all the language that was within me um yep. and then i teach people now about their language and about actually you can break free of these 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 chains so firstly like um starting way, way back from way, when you, you started like congratulations i think like li listening to you there you know and i think you you used the word journey and you you use that now to kind of help the people you work with and like <laughs> the more the more people i speak to and the more um Especially going right, trying to go right back to when you you were, you were starting at the beginning. Then you know the, the effects of trauma on a on a youngster is is something that's you know pe people don't really appreciate. I think um, it's, it's definitely growing. I think there's much more awareness that I, I'm noticing through our day job. But like something that I always like, I was talking to a guy last night actually, in exactly this conversation about the the level of rejection that some young people go through. And then to, to then, and then I hope you don't mind, but talking about your, yourself, the level of rejection that I'm, by the sounds of it, you went through, to then go through and redo education, do your degree, like then set up a business, that takes absolute, like, courage. Stupidity. <laughs> uh, absolutely not. Like, it, it, it just takes. Like, I'm trying to think of a, a better way to put it, but absolute like balls to just go, do you know what? I'm, I'm going to do this. And I think to come back from where to, to something that people talk about is progress, isn't it? And whether it's people measuring progress in A's, B's, whatever it might be, but actually looking at yourself as an example, if you looked at where you were and you mentioned being homeless, going to Tenerife, to then go to where you are now, 
yeah. like forgetting about whether that's a year or 25 years like that should be absolutely like celebrated and that should be like absolutely like put on everything thing you know just 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 i think it's great because for me you know i had a great great childhood i was really fortunate and i'm really grateful but i didn't do well in school but that was my own doing nothing i wasn't there was, there was no trauma it was just my own doing but you know someone who has a, a really good start in life does well at school gets good grades you know people shout about that quite a lot that joe blog's got a stars or whatever but actually yeah. looking at someone like your journey and i'm sure the people you work with you know that i think and this is exactly why i started this podcast so so people can people can share things like that and i, I like i say i generally congratulate you for for what you've done i think it's yeah it, it's inspiring isn't it and hopefully like some of the people you're you're working with or supporting if however you want to put it they can look at that and take some inspiration and go actually Carla can do it then I'm 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 going to do it and that's, that's what I love is that it's a hope that, that it gives it showcases hope a few things though took me on that journey in later years and one was if I was 98 years old and I look back on my life how what would I regret? And I would have regretted not doing Motivated Minds Full Force mm -hmm. because I, I, I've learned to embrace my gut. So my heart is very passionate and will go off in a whim. My brain talks negative to me and tells me all the problems that I'm going to have. And my and Motivated Minds sat in my gut, which is like, I know I should do this. So I now listen to my gut a lot more than I do my brain or my head, uh, uh, my brain or my heart. Um, so that's one key point. And then the other sort of key point is, what do I lose if I don't try this? Because I could, even now, tomorrow, because you never know what tomorrow brings, but if Motivated Minds had closed tomorrow, where would I go for a job? And if I could go to our partners and say, right, okay, this, um, I, I've done this, this, this over the last five years. It gives me this experience. Please, may I have a job? And I'm sure I would get other employment. So I don't think, um, I don't think, although the, the money side of it, Christ, was really tough. For the, as I said, the first sort of four years didn't take a wage really that was, it was certainly less than minimum wage I was on. Um, so it, it was hard, it was hard work, but it was worth it. It was really worth it. So I think my journey, certainly in the last five years with Motivated Minds, is about listening to my gut and um, just working through it and just having faith. And when I started Motivated Minds as well, I put on this front of like, oh, businesswoman, da 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 da, um, and that doesn't sit with me really because I'm. I'm, I'm who I am and my personality is very um, bold. And now I, I don't feel shame for walking into a room going, hi, I'm here. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Or if I walk into the room and I fall over, I'm like, oh my God, I fell over. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I just, I'm, I'm me. And actually that has helped me bring in more partners and because they see that I'm authentic. I'm not trying to be something that, um that i'm not yeah i think um 
it's interesting you saying that again. I was talking to someone this week about about office clothing. Um, I've, I've I've always thought I should wear a trousers and shirt no matter like where I'm going into work. And you know, again, it's it's not me. If I was going to a meeting, I would wear that. But actually, I'm not I'm not really that comfortable in that type of type yeah. of clothing. And actually, it's silly little things like that. That actually, why 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 should you kind of try and be be something that you're you're not necessarily and yeah I, I completely get that so I first um first sort of connected with you on LinkedIn because I noticed um noticed a post that you'd posted and it was celebrating the opening of Happy Hub in Basildon yes. so yes. what what is Happy Hub what, what what's it all about so my dream was to create somewhere that if a 14 year old or that needed help could go somewhere and speak to someone um, rather than telephone lines they could create there's just a safe space and I think more that was always my dream from when I was a, t a, a young younger than 14 but that was why isn't there somewhere um, safe for me to go and then over the last sort of 10, 10 years um, our society has changed where sort of our police stations are closing and there's not really um, a community space anymore um, and community centres are for the over 55s or, or like there are so many boundaries on things so the happy hub was literally a space for motivate minds to work out of um, that would invite the community in and become the community's space so the happy hub is a wellness space and in it we celebrate the five ways to well-being so um, we have stuff that's connecting people so as i said like the intergenerational dinners arts and crafts sessions um we have like a fitness area so people can come in and play ping pong or darts or um pool um so again it's about mixing these generations i really think our older generation has a lot of wealth uh, um of information to give to our younger generation and that patience and that sort of relationship i spoke to you about with my grandparents I just think is so important and we some kids don't get that in today's society and there are older people that have dedicated their life to their working environment and didn't have children so and, and now they're older not that they regret it but there's a hole there um so I think it's a great link um, and then the Happy Hub also, we're the first on the UK higher street to specialise in tools for mental ill health. So, um, like, we have a fantastic selection of books, all of which I've read as well. So if someone come in and said, oh, I'm struggling with this, or my partner's struggling with that, and I can ask several different questions, and I'll be like, that's the book for you. Take it away, read it, come back to me, tell me what you think. Um, we sell things like the toggle toys, the um, worry monsters. So it's just a, a, a place where you can also buy stuff and get that advice. And certainly when I'm in and I'm working on um, our therapeutic team being available, but if someone come in and just had a question about their, certainly we get a lot of parents that come in and go, 
my, my son's struggling with just started having nightmares or just displaying anxiety what can i do because you don't get any low level support like that on the nhs the nhs and um the sort of children mental adolescent mental health services unfortunately they're so um overloaded that they're seeing the more extreme cases but there's certainly just quick conversations that we can have um that will give parents a, oh okay i'll go away try that and then they come back to us and they go oh yeah that worked or i tried this and this didn't work and do you know what i mean so it's just that quick advice brilliant uh, yeah like i said I'm, i can um you talk about your personality um, yeah. at the beginning and um it's really engaging is like the way, way I'd, I'd describe it so like at some point it'd be great to come down and have a have a visit at the um the hub to be honest and obviously oh, really great to have you yeah it'd be good to come down so what's your again absolutely like congratulate you for for everything you've kind of got to to this point but i kind of get the feeling that maybe you've got some more more to give and there's some probably some more ideas floating around floating around your head Absolutely. so the, what, the world domination is to have a happy club <laughs> um, on every high street in the country so like you've got a greg's like you've got a mcdonald's yeah. um costa if they can all do it as a business model i've created a business model that we could actually have happy hubs on every high street in the country that's the aim and if if uh, you know if in a like mental mental health and well-being in general is you know there's still a lot of work to be done but yeah. it's becoming um more accessible and it's becoming more socially acceptable isn't it to kind of for people to admit that they're they're not okay you know i think yeah. um in, in our sector in recruitment there's, there's loads of work going in at the uh, in at the minute with some really great people to create groups about mental health and well-being because it's such a roller coaster journey in a in a, a recruitment role but um yeah i like i say i absolutely congratulate you for, for everything you've done um is there just before we kind of finish up is there anything that you you want to kind of share in terms of um to, to raise awareness around what you're doing to kind of invite people into into what you're doing just anything at all that you really want to put out there to just kind of as a, as a final kind of I think the biggest message that I'm trying to get across to everyone is that we all have mental health, just like we have our physical health. And if it hasn't, if you haven't had mental health bother you, just like if you haven't had physical health bother you because you can get up and walk every day and no pains, that's great. And if you've got mental, like if you haven't had any mental health problems, then that's great too but we can all be working on our mental health. We can all give it that more awareness. So our routines, our, our habits, our self-talk. Um, so it's just to everyone to start thinking about your own mental health. And, and it's great if you haven't had problems and you haven't got the sort of aches and pains in your mental health, but to just have awareness and then to be supportive to other people's as well. So, you you could see someone with a broken leg and you think oh that that must hurt but with mental ill health we sort of oh well mm, mm. there's a distance and i just like people to have more awareness um 
and I would love to invite everyone to follow the Motivated Minds page um, on Facebook and look me up on LinkedIn. Um, my name's Carla Andrews and just connect because the more that we can share, the more that we're all in this together, then the better I think we can make the world a better place. Absolutely. And, you know, like um, lastly, from 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 my side, I think you're what you mentioned there, you know, you, you can notice someone with a broken leg but you you can't notice someone that's that's struggling mentally and i i can relate to that slightly from a personal um perspective but also in the in the sector that i work in you know and also and only this week I, I spoke to a candidate and and suggested that probably needs to have a have a chat with someone and just find out find out where she's going you know and i think the more i talk to people the more you just notice little things when people talk that maybe that things are a bit of a bit of a struggle and mm -hmm. i i've i think probably the last 12 months like i say personally have really opened my eyes to things and probably like you in way back in may i thought right it's time for me to time for me to go i need to go and do my do my thing and create something special on my own probably similar to you that day you thought you know i'm just going i'm handing my notice in it's exactly the situation I was in and I absolutely not look back so Carla it's been an absolute pleasure having you on um, I'm really really keen to come down and have a visit um, I'll put all the um, links to your pages in the notes but thank you for coming on and again congratulations in, in what you're achieving and all the best for the future thank you very much and thank you very much for having me Thanks, look forward Carla. to meeting you in person thank you <laughs> Oh,